Welcome to the Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V. Real, and I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking with Coach Rodney Webb and Coach Mike Spradlin. Also joining us, Athletic Director of our district, Russ Reeves. Join us now as we discuss important topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. Welcome. Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Rockwell ISD podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. I am your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking with our two athletic campus coordinators who also serve as head football coaches, Coach Rodney Webb from Rockwell High School and Coach Mike Spradlin from Rockwell Heath High School. And our athletic director, Russ Reeves, is here with us today. Today we're going to talk about our successful athletic programs and our spring football programs. So guys, welcome to the Rockwell ISD podcast. Great to be here. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. Thank you very yes, much. Sir. You know, we're, we're honored to uh, be able to bring excellence and leadership and, and, and you guys and, and what you do for our kids. You know, our programs support our kids at, uh, at the academic level. We want them to be a part of something, want them to experience leadership. And in the end, you know, the overall goal as the district is to provide excellence in relationships, innovation, those kind of things, and uh, have our students prepared for college and or work life, military service, things like that. And programs like yours enhance that experience for our kids and as we bring them excellence why don't let's let's do this why don't we talk to the audience a little bit and introduce yourselves okay uh i'm russ reeves i'm the uh athletic director of rockwell isd i'm in my seventh year uh in this position and uh just blessed to be in a community that values the things that we do and coach, do you know you know a little bit about football? You you I think I mean I, I just a little. Wrong. So can you talk a little bit about your coaching experience? Yes, uh, I coached for 16 years. I coached in Denton ISD, Keller ISD, and Corsicana ISD. I was a, a son of a coach. Both my parents teach. They taught. They're retired now. Um, my wife is in education my brothers are in education and it's like my dad says we we don't have family reunions we have uh faculty meetings so <laughs> so uh education is uh, a vital part of who i am and the reason that i'm in it is because i want to see kids excel and be the best they can be and that's why i think i'm a perfect fit for rockwell isd because uh the vision of this district focuses on getting the best out of out of kids and and that's why i'm excited and blessed to be here every day yes sir so i'm rodney webb i'm the head football coach at rockwell high and uh i'm finishing my sixth year at rockwell and uh but i've been a longtime resident in rockwell uh, we've lived here my wife and i uh for uh 17 coming up on 17 years we've been in rockwell uh, my wife fran teaches at rockwell high um, I've been in coaching uh, 29 years now. I've been a head coach for 17 years. And uh, for me, this is all I've ever wanted to do. I knew when I was in high school that when my playing days were over, I wanted to coach. Uh, uh, I've been passionate about the sport of football, passionate about athletics, passionate about working with kids. 
Um, and so this is my calling. I'm not one of those guys that's always peeking over the fence and what somebody else is doing. I'm, I love what I do. And uh, you know, as long as I've, I've, I've got good health, I want to keep doing it. And I'm in a great place right now, too. Yes, love sir. it here in Rockwall. Awesome. Well, I'm Mike Spradlin. I'm the I'm the I know Coach Reeves said he'd been here seven years. I've been here seven weeks, uh, so it's it's been a been a short, hard, fast run so far. Uh, came from Magnolia, Texas. I took a I've been in coaching for 33 years. Been um, so I took a little bit of a sabbatical the last couple of years. I was the athletic director in uh, Magnolia SD down in Northwest Houston. Prior to that, I was a head coach at Temple High School. I've also been a head coach for 17 years. Uh, I was also the head coach at Abilene Cooper. I haven't squatted very long anywhere, but 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 we've had an opportunity to really do some fun things uh, at the places we've gone. Uh, always, I'm like Rodney. Always wanted to coach. Never thought about doing anything else uh, <clears throat> until I did the athletic director thing, and then that's why I'm back here is because I realized that it just didn't didn't fit me. It just wasn't what I wanted to be, and and I wanted to get around kids. I wanted to coach football. I wanted to be around them. I wanted to, you know, to, to do that thing. And so, very very grateful for the opportunity here in Rockwall to have an opportunity to join this team. And obviously, it's a it's a great team, team of excellence. And uh, I'm excited about about our kids at Heath. Um, my wife is not an educator. She's an artist, uh, and so uh, does does that very very well. Uh, have three kids and and a uh, bunch of grandkids, and so I'm excited about being here and being a part of this team. Well, thank you to all. We we are as a district honored to have all of you uh, lead us um, as we move forward for our kids. You know, Coach Webb, right now you are the president of the Texas High School Coaches Association. Can you talk a little bit about your experiences there? I got involved uh, on the THSCA board of directors way back in 2011. Um, I'm not even really sure how I got elected to begin with. I think a lot of us that wind up in leadership roles, we're not really sure how we got there. Um, but there was a point in time that I looked around and I always considered myself the young, more inexperienced guy. But there's a point in time that you sort of, you know, you gradually uh, increase your experience and you become one of the one of the old guys in the room. And I did look around at one point and realize that, that it's time to step up and take uh, you know, if I've got an opportunity uh, for a leadership role at the state level, I want to take advantage of it. And and so then, after I served my time on the board, um, I got nominated uh, for the presidency and, and was elected last summer. Um, by rights, I should be the president elect this year, which doesn't entail a whole lot. But the guy that was the president uh, resigned his post, and uh, so I've I've assumed the duties now. I'll serve as president for two years. Um, it's a tremendous opportunity, tremendous honor. Um, it keeps me busy. I'm still waiting for that paycheck, too, by the Absolutely. way, from Absolutely. THSCA, uh, that, that presidential paycheck. But that, uh, that's not coming. <laughs> it's, a, it's a non-paying gig. Yeah. But, uh, so it's definitely something that, that uh, carries a lot of responsibility with it. And, uh, you know, again, it keeps me busy. And uh, but I'm enjoying every minute of it. Well, Coach, it, it, it's always good to to know we have those kind of leaders in our district. Can you give the audience a scope of how many coaches are in that downstream or a part of the Texas High School Association? What are we talking about? Well, we have over thirty thousand coaches um, in the state of Texas. Uh, uh, the majority of those are members of the THSCA. Um, it has for a long time uh, had the label as a football organization. And where the majority of the coaches in Texas are attached to football um, as well as another sport, um, we're making a big push right now to represent all of our sports, um, boys sports, girls sports. 
And uh, again, we, we're, we're trying to get a little bit out from underneath that label. And uh, so the big push right now is to really represent all the sports and, and involve more coaches. Awesome. And you know, we talk about, let's talk about successes. You guys are also campus coordinators, both at Rockwall High School and Rockwall Heath High School. Uh, Coach Reeves serves as the athletic director for the entire district, including our middle school programs. A lot of athletes, a lot of, a lot of kids, both on the boys and the girls side, are participating. Coach Bradley, can you talk about what you've seen in terms of our students and how they compete and 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 academics, as you've observed over the last seven seven weeks that you've mentioned there? Yes, sir. Uh, well, I'm actually heading to, to Round Rock, Texas, Friday morning to watch our girls uh, soccer team playing the regional tournament they've had a lot of success our boys baseball teams undefeated in district uh, girls softball teams competing extremely well right now so those are the sports I've had really had a chance to watch a lot um, doc I, I, I'm going to tell you we've got uh, great kids at Heath High School and they're, and they're extremely hard workers we want to establish a culture of, of dual sport athletes uh, multi-sport athletes uh, we want kids to do more than one thing so we're really really advocates for that. We want our staff to be advocates for that. That's the culture we want there, and that's what we want our kids doing. I see a lot of that, and I think that's that door's starting to swing wide open, and, and we're having a lot of kids now that are, you know, that are, uh, I've actually had a few kids that were just playing one sport come back to me and are wanting to get into back into our football program, and so we're going to embrace that uh, hard. We embrace it in our, in our middle schools, and we're going to embrace it in the high school. Um, it's just that that's the kind of culture we want. Um, Really impressed with the academic world at, at Heath. Uh, you know, we, we really work hard to track our kids. And, and I know speaking as a football coach, uh, you know, we want kids that excel in life and not just on the field. Um, and, and, and so, you know, we feel like our plan is to, is to track those guys, to keep, them, to keep them in the classroom. We're just a part of the process. We're not the process. And we understand that. We understand that we just have an opportunity to enhance uh, as an extracurricular, what's going on in the classroom? You know, there's an old saying: when the legs are gone, the mind lives on. And so that education is a huge, huge opportunity for those kids. Um, you know, in regards to our football team, I've always felt like football is a great laboratory to, to to teach a boy to be a man. You know, life's not all about football. Football is all about life, and and that's what we want our our extracurriculars doing. We want want our kids to learn some life lessons, some leadership lessons things like that, and enhance what they learned in the classroom. I can only imagine. I can, I can think off the top of my head all the coaches that had that influence on me when I was a, a young person. I'm sure you guys got those same coaches. Can, can, you know, let's talk about how, uh, how we push academics uh, with our kids. What are some of the systems that you guys have or use to let our folks know out there what we do on the academic side? You know, at, at Rockwell High, um, the, the great thing about our kids in Rockwall, you know, we call them Rockwall kids because we are successful because most of them, they've got good home situations. They've got people that care about them. They've got a good support structure, and, and we're just a part of that. Um, but the great thing about Rockwall High is we have such well-rounded kids, and our success is born from the fact that our kids are responsible, and, and that shows up not only on the, on the athletic field, but it shows up in the classroom. And, and I've been other places before where it's a real grind to have to stay on kids academically. And not that we don't have to stay on any of our kids, but so many of them, uh, they have that internal drive. They do so well. Uh, we've got so many kids that achieves uh, such high levels academically that um, it allows us to sort of focus on a, a much smaller percentage of kids that we really have to engage with. And, and 
support, uh, you know, to get them where they need to be academically. Good point. Yeah, and it, it kind of goes hand in hand. I talk to parents all the time about it's a partnership between us and them to help raise their kids to be the best they can be. And just along with what both coaches have said in regards to that, it's true in this community. And that's why we're blessed to be here. And I think what we do in athletics takes it to another level. But I'll say this, it's not just athletics, it's all extracurricular activities. Yeah. To me, I want a well-rounded uh, individual and and uh, we get that from our kids here. And, and uh, you know, I remember I was at a job fair one time and I was talking to, well, actually I was at a university talking to graduates of the education program and they asked us to go around and talk to different groups. Well, the first group I walk up to, they know I'm the athletic director. I walk up and I see these faces that are looking at me quizzically like, what's this guy gonna tell me? So I sit down and they say, I say, what are, what's your major? And they said, we're music. And I said, hold on, give me a second. And I told them, I said, that what you do is what we do. I said, why wouldn't I want a kid to, to understand and appreciate music? It moves the soul. Just like, why shouldn't you want a kid to understand what winning and losing is um, and accountability every Friday night or every Tuesday when they're competing? We do the same things. You teach the same things we do. And that's another great thing about Rockwall ISD is that the relationship I have with uh, Chris Kosterman, the fine arts program, and they have with us is second to none. And you can see that because we are creating well-rounded kids, not just athletes. Uh, and and uh, and that's the great thing about what we do here in Rockwell ISD. We do have some great fine arts programs. Um, I know our theater um, at Rockwell Heath just uh, made mm-hmm. it up to competition over there in Waco. Happy about that. I'll tell that. you what, I've been watching that drum line, and I can't wait to see that show, that that show in person. I'm going to tell yeah. you. You know, Doc, we, 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 our, our, we, we preach to our kids. Their three, three biggest abilities, honestly, are their accountability, their responsibility, and their dependability. And, and so those are things. Things academically, so so we, we try to put in place systems that track our kids not just on a on a weekly basis or or nine weeks basis, but on a daily basis. And so I, you know we really work hard. Our staff works hard to track those guys, make them accountable in the classroom, let those teachers know we're partnering with them. That we're not just you know looking at the eleventh hour. Oh my gosh, you know we've got a kid that you know has got to do all this work. We want to stay on top of it. And I think that's accountability to me is mm-hmm. is it on a daily basis. If that receivers coach or that defensive line coach is tracking those kids, uh, then then we've got opportunities there to, to to give them success in the classroom. It's kind of what I mean when I say, you know, it's it, we're trying to enhance that process and give them a reason for a lot of our kids at Heath. Uh, it, we are the reason for some of those kids. Uh, we're the reason why they want to be successful and they want to, you know, they want to stay good in the classroom and all those things. And 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 so we're going to create systems, scholar baller systems, where A B's. We're looking for A's and B's, not passing. Uh, found out a while back that a lot of kids think passing's good, and the problem with that is it won't get you to the next level. And so we're working really hard on establishing. Uh, you know, uh, an A-B system, an A on a row mm-hmm. system, if you will. So, Coach Webb, we had a chance to be at one of your workouts this year, and we got to honor one of your student athletes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah, we we had a senior uh, football player named Travis Moat. Um, that he's one of those kids that we're the most proud of. He he was not an exceptional football player. He was a good football player. 
Uh, he was a great member of the team. Um, so we're very proud of him for all of his accomplishments ac- uh, athletically. But academically, he really knocked it out of the park. He was, he was named to the uh, THSCA elite all-state team, which there are a few dozen kids in the state uh, that reached that, that level. Yeah, phenomenal. And it's a combination of class rank, grade point average, and test score. Um, in fact, Travis has been accepted into SMU, and he's going to be attending the Cox School of Business wow. at SMU, which is really, really pretty high cotton there. So we're really proud of him and all of his accomplishments. Um, and I know you had an opportunity uh, to present a uh, National Merit Award to him uh, at the end of offseason one day, and that was really cool because to me it sort of ties everything in. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's an athletics workout. And you have the opportunity to come present him an academic award. And, and to me, it just sort of exemplifies, you know, everything that we're trying to instill in our kids and, 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 and the, you know, the well-roundedness that we're looking for. You know, congratulations to Travis. Um, what, a, what a great opportunity he'll have in the future for a great effort. Well, and one thing I would add uh, to that is the great thing about extracurricular activities is that I think we are, are instilling in kids personal accountability and that they're responsible for the outcomes in their life. Because if you're, if you're in a one-act play and you don't do your part, you're held accountable by how you perform. Just like in athletics, if you're not prepared, then accountability is, is now. Mm-hmm. And the great thing that extracurricular activities do, and we do so well in Rockwell ISD, is that it allows kids to look inside themselves and say, what can I do to be the best I can be? And I think if we can get that internalized in a kid in any educational setting, in academics or extracurricular activities, then we are successful as public educators. And that's what makes what we do so valuable. I might add too, the bar here in Rockwall is high. And you've set that, you've set that bar high. And I think Rodney would agree with me. That's a that's a huge advantage for us in athletics because our kids being mediocre isn't acceptable here. And 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 I'm, I'm a, that's the culture that I feel like I've walked into. And as a coach, that really makes my work easier, if you will. And I, and it's never easy. I don't want to I don't want to say that. But but I think when that bar's high. Then we are we automatically now our kids will want to excel not only in the classroom or in fine arts or in whatever they're doing, but they want to excel for us as coaches, and and I think it's a big big deal. And I've noticed that really really big here. That's great, Coach Garrett. Let's get, let's get into spring training. You know the weather's great. It's that time of the year. Um, can you share a little bit about the planning for spring training over at Rockwell High, Coach Bradley? If you'll come in after that, just let our folks know what's going on. Well, we are. Uh, a little less than two weeks from starting, 13 days um, from, from the start of spring drills. And uh, we've had a great off season, but it, it gets a little monotonous as you go through. And we're finishing, uh, since Christmas, we're finishing, we're on week uh, 11. Uh, and, and so the kids are ready to do something different. So one of the cool things about spring football is that it just allows you to, to do a little something different than you've been doing for the previous three months. And our kids are really excited. Um, staff's really excited. Uh, the great thing to me about – there's a lot of great things about spring football. And as a head coach, we'll always do spring football. 
but one of the, the best things is that you're not preparing to play a team that week that you don't have the pressure of a game plan and you have to institute the game plan and then you got to go out and play. You don't have all that pressure. You just get to go out and you can experiment with some things. Uh, you get an opportunity to, to give a lot of kids opportunities in the spring to show what they can do. And then the most rewarding thing for me as a coach is, you know, those kids that go into offseason as boys, they come out of offseason as men. And, you know, I don't know about Coach Brown, I don't know about you, but every year the first day of offseason, I look around the room and I think we're not going to win a game next year. <laughs> With this crew, like the Bad News Bears. But when you come out of offseason, kids have yep. grown up, and then you see them in pads and spring football and you realize, hey, we're going to be okay. It's, it's, it's a fun part of coaching, Coach. You know that. I mean, it's like every year is a new deal. And it's kind of what I was talking about when I mentioned it. That's why I want to get back in it. That that yearly measure of, of work and all those kind of things is huge. You know, we're, we're actually going to go into uh, spring ball, I think, uh, Coach Reeves. I know – I know none, I don't think they've ever done spring ball at Rockwell Heath, and and so our kids didn't even know they they know about spring ball because they hear about it. I've had to actually educate them now. Look, guys, you don't understand. We're going to like play football for about four weeks, and and we're going to demand your time. You know what I mean? All those kind of things. So our guys are really excited about it. They really are because it's new, it's fresh, and it's exactly what Coach Webb is talking about. It's a break. We've been pushing real hard since I got here in the weight room, and you know physically uh, and what we're doing. And of course, we've we've started doing some things during our athletic period that, that we're allowed to do. Obviously, throw some balls around and things like that. You know, trying to get ourselves ready for spring. We're going to start on the twenty third of April. Um, our spring game is going to be on May twenty second at uh, Wilkinson Sanders. Uh, which is everybody's telling me, we're not going to do it at Heath. And I'm like, wow, I think that's our stadium too. So anyway, we're going to do that and, and, and have a, an event. Uh, and so it's it's like I'm having to tell, you know, everybody's wondering, well, does the band march? Does it? And I'm like, no, no, not, not usually in a spring game, but if they want to, they can, uh, you know, all those things. So so it's going to be a new experience for us and one that – and I've always had spring training. I've never not had it. But uh, so, so it's something we'll, we'll – it'll be a continued tradition for us. Great. Well, we're looking forward to that so the community can get ready for that the next couple of weeks. Anything else you have on that, Coach, or we're good? I think we're good. Well, um, I just had one. Are we going to throw the ball at all? <laughs> you know, I just, I'm just curious, you know. I have more fun watching our teams play. It is just a blast. Well, you know, we have uh, we have a reputation of, of throwing the ball a bunch, and but I think a lot of people misunderstand what we're about offensively. We're a we're a uh, power run game offense that that we're in a two back formation most of the time, and people are surprised when they hear that they they think we're spread mm-hmm. and we we're we're it all over the field. We're really not, uh, but but at the same time, because of of our ability to run the ball, it, it really opens up great mm-hmm. play action opportunities for us. And coach, congratulations on your season this past year, this past fall. Um, what well, I mean, it was it was uh, the heart rate. I mean, <laughs> I, it finally came down. I yeah. think uh, around Christmas, but. Um, Congratulations. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this about both the coaches we have. Um, they have systems that will allow them to take advantage of what the teams that we play do. And and we can take advantage and hit their weaknesses quickly with both these programs. So some games we may be running the ball, you know, 300 yards. The next game we may throw it 400. And that's what you got to have if you want to – to win it all and that's what I'll say about both these guys and I know because I've been a part of state championships 
you don't win state championships worrying about your district schedule, your non-district schedule. You worry about preparing for the state championship. And they both have a mentality, and like a lot of our coaches, that, that we're competing for state championships. And that mentality starts to build, and you begin to see that, and, and it starts with belief. And that's what both these guys talk about all the time. And we are so blessed to have these two men in our community, uh, both communities, and leading our athletic programs because they're bringing excellence on and off the field. And I think you can see that. So I'm excited about what's coming forward. Great point. Coaches, I've got a rapid-fire segment for you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. And I, and I don't think you guys have seen these questions. Don't forget so I'm the might, new guy. Now. You, you, just just mean, be ready I, I for, blow the, this. I for this really, rapid-fire. I could really fire. miss these. <laughs> so if you were a football, would you rather be punted or spiked? I would rather be punted because I'd get a much better view of the stadium. <laughs> I'd rather be spiked because that means we just scored. That's right. <laughs> All right, good answers. What about you, Coach? I, I, I would Katrina. be punted. You would be punted. Yes. All right, if you were playing today, what number would you wear on your jersey and why? I would wear 51 because that was my number all the way through school. Okay. I, I don't know why I have this affinity for seven. And yeah. like, by the way, I was 58, so, I mean, I'm just – and every kid, it's funny, every year I know, Rodney, I don't know if you ever do this, but every year I look, I say, I wonder who's wearing 58 this year on our team. I never I never care. And then invariably, though, I haven't had that stud yet, so I don't know, whether that, I don't know what that means, but anyway. I'd, I'd be 61. That's what I wore, and, and uh, when I see 61, it brings back the fond memories of when I, when I got to play. You're probably surprised that yeah. I wasn't a skilled kid, by the way. By the way, you're looking at three offensive I, linemen. I, I, tried. I was wondering, how did 51 become an X? You know? yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's why I said seven. I never got to wear anything. That's like right. That. I know. Um, okay, so if you could give the Dallas Cowboys advice, just one piece of advice, what would you give the Dallas Cowboys? Well, um, I don't want to attack the, uh, the just for the uh, record. I wish the, our audience could see faces yeah. right now. So I I would just say that uh, you need to be balanced and uh, and have a strong defense. I'm not much of an NFL guy, and I'm certainly not much of a Cowboy <laughs> guy. Uh, so it's a little bit off of my radar. But I would say, um, as so it's been so oftenly uh, pontificated over the years. I would like to see the uh, owner and the general manager uh, split. Uh, let 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 a football guy make the decisions in the organization. You know, I, I, I'm I'm kind of like Coach Webb. I, I'm not a huge NFL guy, but I've always thought the NFL had this system that they all kind of mold everything after. And I just I think if these, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch a guy like Cliff Kingsbury this year. To me, mm-hmm. guys like that that make they're starting to get out of the box. Andy Reid at Kansas uh, you know, City's done that. I mean, they're doing some stuff with Mahomes. And they're starting to get it a little bit, if you if you will. And and I honestly think high school and college football has been way more innovative through the years in the NFL. And obviously, they got the great players. So I would just say, open it up, man. Quit quit being a, in a system and, and and go do things at work. You know, for years and years and years, there was trickle down. Things trickled from the NFL to the NCAA down to high schools. And what's been really interesting to me mm-hmm. in the past five or ten years is it's now trickle up. You're now starting to see things in the NFL that were born at the high school level, in particular yeah. in Texas high schools. It's the way we're developing high school quarterbacks now. I mean, I mean, those guys are becoming – you look up in the NFL now, it's crazy how many guys were Texas high school Good point. quarterbacks. So who will win the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a Cowboy fan, so I'm going to say the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, give me the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. So, if you guys could be on a team today, what position would you want to play? If I played for the Rockwell Yellow Jackets, I'd want to play receiver. Okay. Uh, I'd have to join that. I'd, I'd have to agree. If I played for the Heath Hawks, I'd want to be a wide receiver. I would be an offensive lineman because uh, I just think that uh, that you know I just want to go to work and let other people shine and and that's kind of what I do in my job right now. So since I don't get to play, I get to do it in my job. So I'd be an offensive lineman. Last question: favorite dessert? I love anything chocolate. If there's a triple chocolate cheesecake from uh, Cheesecake Factory, I'm in on that. <laughs> I was in Ames, Iowa last week, and we went to a place called Insomnia Cookies. Oh, yeah. And I bought six oatmeal raisin cookies, one to have at that time, five to bring home with me. And about 30 minutes later, I was five cookies in that box, <laughs> feeling miserable. So I got to say the oatmeal raisin cookie. Uh, buttermilk pie. Buttermilk well, pie. I'll go back to the oatmeal cookie thing. I mean, Coach Webb started a, a – uh, a big war on uh, social media with his uh, cookie take on the oatmeal uh, raisin cookie. But you've so. got to give us a summary on that, Coach. Well, we it goes back to uh, we always uh, eat pregame meals by position. And about three or four years ago, we all, the rule in the room is you can't talk about football. So this is uh, three hours before kickoff, and I want our kids relaxed, so you can't talk about football. So we always talk about something different. Well, I'm in the room with the, the backs and the quarterbacks, and, and uh, we start talking about cookies. And uh, and I just you know had the opinion that the oatmeal raisin cookie is the best cookie. The chocolate chip cookie is the most overrated cookie of all of them. <laughs> and uh, so that got a spirited debate going. And then it ended up spilling over to uh, mm-hmm. a guy named Matt Stepp, who's a big big internet guy, uh, big Twitter guy. And he got a hold of it. And then it sort of caught fire. And I'm on Fox Sports Southwest during the state championship games talking about it uh, on live television. Mm-hmm. They're asking me about oatmeal raisin cookies. So. <laughs> it's about time we <laughs> moved to those topics. So I'm going to tell you the debate lives on. It's chocolate chip. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, well maybe we next year at the end of the game or something we can have a presentation yeah. like whoever wins gets a cookie yeah. or something. You okay. know? As long as I can eat both. <laughs> I'm sure we can do something with that. Guys, it's such an honor to have great people in in Rockwell ISD. Great staff, great teachers all the way around, and thank you guys for being here on our podcast and leading our kids uh, to a bright future. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thanks thank for you. having us. So to the Rockwell ISD podcast, keeping it real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I want to thank my guests, Coach Mike Spradlin, Coach Rodney Webb, and Athletic Director Russ Reeves. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our Rockwell ISD website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. So let's talk about excellence now. Our vision is our purpose.